0: time ago amir told me well you know when we would go out to eat or like anytime we would do anything in the city mainly eat. <laughs> every time we were done he would always want to walk around the city and he, this guy used to walk everywhere and he has like a bunch of cars i was like why do you why do you walk everywhere um we would go out to eat and as soon as we were done he's like let's go for a walk and we would walk miles just him and i to the point where most of the time when we were done I was ready to eat again, Um, but he would walk everywhere. And I asked him, I said, why, why do you walk everywhere? Like, what is, what is with the walking? Um, I actually asked that one time when I was fed up and I was like, I just want to go home. (laughs) Um, I was like, why do you want to walk everywhere? And he's like, because I can. And I was like, what do you mean? And he said, well, you never know how, important it is, how much of a privilege it is to be able to go where you want, when you want, and nobody can stop you. When I'm in the city, when I'm here, I can go wherever I want to. I can do whatever I want to. I can buy whatever I want to. And it hasn't always been that way for me. I remember him telling me that and thinking about when I first moved to the city, not having any money, how restricted, how, how big of a deal it was to drive across town or to drive anywhere, how big of a deal it was to buy things, um, how big of a deal it was even before I got to the city, like back when I was at home, um, up North and how, you know, just the things that I take for granted now with the, with the little bit that I do have. It's like, I can, I mean, I'm, I don't have expensive taste. So, I mean, I can get what I want when I want and I can go where I want to go when I want to go with, you know, with, with respect to like work and other obligations. Um, And I remember in that moment, just like sucking it up, sucking up the, not even that. I remember... I was reflecting on the way he would walk. It wasn't just walking. He always walked and his chest would be out. His his gate would be open. And it was like he was just sucking in the joy of life and freedom. And he would hold my hand. And it was like he was showing me the world. And then I sucked it up. And the stinging between my thighs, between the fat in my thighs, didn't sting anymore. And I loved that about him. I loved his appreciation for his freedom, for his life, and his appreciation that he had for me. When Amir went back to his country, his home, his, the place that he was born... When, when Amir went back to the place that he was born, I really was in more of a stupor than I think I let myself know. I remember when, um, when I had left where I was from and came to the city, how fantasies of Tommy would come to me during the day. Like, so strong. And then when Amir left, it was like I would see him. Like To the point where it was so real that I literally had to look at the person who I thought was Amir and say, "Mir's eyebrows are not like that. His eyes are not that color. You are not looking at Amir. And so now I'm standing and he's right in front of me in my office and he sees me and I see him and I'm just looking at him trying to itemize his existence. But the eyebrows are where they're supposed to be. The eyes are the same
1: color. The smile, his dimples. Everything's where it's supposed to be,
0: but I keep looking at him, waiting for him to change. And he's looking at me, and the look in his eyes are just filled with, like, hope
1: and fear and trepidation. I know he probably thinks that I'm mad at him, but I'm not. And when I finally come to my senses, I say, Sir,
0: are you allowed to be back here? And then he gets the
1: biggest smile. And he looks at me, he points his finger at me and he says, I'm with him. And I pretty much jump in his arms. I've never been held so
0: tight. I've never held somebody so tight. I remember trying to soak in everything in that moment. It just was so, when I say it was unreal. It was like, it's because I had I had fantasized about, about this so much. I fantasized about this so much to where I was delusional. And now I'm look, I'm in it and I'm like. Is it real? But his smell is the same as I remember. The way he knows how to hold me is better than anybody. And there's a desperation in his grip that is unsettling and also to the clothing that he has
1: on. I know... I know that this is not gonna be a long visit I know
0: that he's here by the way that he's dressed I know that he's here and it's not the Amir with the lifestyle that I'm used to and we're holding each other for so long Um, thank goodness sales not around Um, my sales team I don't know what they're doing at this time but nobody's in their office um, the only person that sees us has to be Auntie Sela. I know she's watching because I can feel her burning a hole in my back with her eyes. Um, and we just hold each other. And I say to him,
1: cause I can hear him like crying. And I say to him, Let, let's get out
0: of here. And we go for a walk. I want as private, excuse me. I want as private as an Alula. Sorry, I want as private of an audience as possible. So I take a mirror by the hand and we go outside. But instead of walking out, down out the lobby, down to the street, um, which is a busy street, and it's also in a tourist destination, so there's always people walking around. I take him. We got the other way, which is like the service entrance. Um, it opens up into our alley. It has our dumpsters and stuff out there. Um, it's the same alley. It's the same alley for Amir's business as well, but he's never been out there. Um, and we go out that way. And we're walking. I want, I just, we're walking and we're in the alley. And when I get him alone, I kiss him and he kisses me back. And he's just saying, I'm sorry. I'm sorry between kisses. And it's like, I don't want to hear it. I need you. I want you. I've everything, everything, all of it. I don't care about any of that other stuff. You're here and that's all that matters. Even if it's not forever. Even if you're not back back, right now is the most important thing to me. And I want all of him. And so when I kiss him, he kisses me back. And it feels like home. This is why I can't give myself to... Well. This is why I feel anyway, I can't give myself to James and Sam as much as I love them as people, as close as, as more friends than we are, we are family, but I can't give myself to them because I've already given myself to Amir and I know the, not only the desperation in his kiss, but it's changed. Well, not changed, but there's just, there's more to it now all of the things that I loved about him before. He hasn't lost his sweetness. He hasn't lost his warmth. He hasn't lost his rhythm of the kiss.
1: But there is a hostility, a a needing
0: or like a a desire, a hunger that wasn't there before. And I can feel it. I can feel his urgency i can feel so much and i remember after i had kissed for what seemed like i i have no idea i remember just burying my face in his chest and i was chanting over and over and over again i love you 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 until i was i i couldn't say it anymore and then i just started to cry and like i cried so unintelligibly and so loudly, and
1: he just held me. He held me tight, but delicate. And I remember thinking to myself, I can't keep doing this.
0: It's too, it's too much emotionally. Um, I just remember thinking like, I, I can't stand to see him
1: leave again I can't handle it and I wasn't expecting what happened
0: next like we're out in this alleyway in between these dumpsters and it's really, really windy because like the buildings are large, but the wind, I don't, I don't know how do you explain this. So the buildings are so large that like, even if the, if the weather is not even that breezy, all of that air gets forced into these little alleyways. And so it makes it really, really windy. And he's holding me and he's protecting me from like the wind. And like the garb he has on is like blowing like a flag in the breeze or in the wind. And I'm just, being comforted by him, and he leans in and he says to me in my ear, "Do you remember what what you said to me the
1: day I left?" And I look up at him, and I say, "No." And he said, and he lowered his tone,
0: conspiratorially, like he lowered his tone. And he leaned in, almost like we were being listened to. And he said, do you remember what you said about getting away, going somewhere else and starting again? And it's like, oh, fuck. I knew where he was going with this. I knew where he was going with this. And I was like, it's it's complicated now. I was a different person back then. And I hadn't told him the big news. And I said, yeah, I remember. And he just looked at me like, sounds like a good idea to me. And I was like, Amir,
1: there's something I got to tell you. And it took a good 30 minutes of us walking and me crying
0: And me fixing my mouth to say it and me crying some more. And then us walking. And then finally, I just spit it out. I said, Amir, I have a son. And the look that came across his face was so defeated. So scary to me that I felt like I think I really lost him this time. I think I really lost
1: him this time. And all he said was, Oh. And then a long silence stretched between us. And he said,
0: When? And I said, It was before I met you. I was, You remember, James? You remember, Samantha? You remember I told you about that? And he said, Yeah. I said, Well, It just happened before we got together it happened I
1: didn't I didn't mean for it to happen but it did and I can't leave now and I remember seeing his face twist and
0: it just kept walking I don't know why I felt so Ashamed, so like dirty, but I did, I felt like I shouldn't have I felt like I never listen, I never regretted anything that James and I or James and Sam or anything, and I love my son, and I will not leave my son, even for a mere, and I know that he's not asking me to do that, I just think that it was a it wasn't what he was expecting. But there's also something else that I'm like, wait a minute, wait, what? And I said, Amir, what's going on? Why do you want to leave now when we could have And I thought about it and I can't say the words because if I had left, my son would be raised without knowing me. I can't think, I can't imagine doing that. And Amir's like, I'm sorry, I I'm not mad. I just It's just so complicated now. Nothing simple anymore. And I said, yeah, it's not. But I still love you. We walk for forever, essentially, and we make it all the way out to the ocean, which is a far walk from where we are. And I remember we were sitting at the ocean, you know, tides going in and out. And I have no qualms about like work and like all that stuff because (laughs) I know Auntie Solo is gonna cover me. She's gonna be like, "Oh yeah, no, he did something." Anyway, and
1: Amir is a wreck. And I say, Amir, I'm sorry. Not for, not for my life
0: or my kid. But I'm just sorry about all of this. And I tell him I'm sorry too, like. Because I know him. I know what he's trying to do. I know what he came here for. He came here to run away again. And I'm not one of those people who are like, hey, you got to face your fear and you got to. It's not that, especially under Amir's particular circumstances and my circumstances and now my kid's circumstances and all of that stuff. It's like, if Amir's dad is who Amir says his father is, I know why Amir left. And I can't blame him for that. So I'm trying not to be selfish because even though I'm heartbroken and all that kind of stuff, or was heartbroken and all that stuff, he did it for me. And it hurt him. Maybe even more than it hurt myself. And Amir's just sobbing and he's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. After I'm done explaining everything, and I say, Amir, you have nothing to be sorry for. You are." The greatest human I think I've ever known. And you know I love you. And I said, Amir, remember when you told me why you left? How in too deep you were
1: the marriage to the girl? And he just looked at me like, yeah. And I said, you're still expected to get married, aren't you? And he hung his head
0: and I said, wait. You're not actually, you didn't marry her, did you? And he shook his head, no.
1: And I said, but they think you're about to, huh? He said, yeah. And despite myself, I laughed.
0: And I laughed so like, just like, you know, like when, you, you, when you've reached your, like, your limit and like it's either you're going to cry or laugh. Well, I think I had cried everything out. And I think all that was left was laughter. And I started to laugh. And he started to laugh. And he's like, what? And I said, we are complicated as fuck. (laughs) And then he, he started laughing even more. And like,
1: I kissed him. And I said, Amir, how long are you in town for? And he said, just a week. And I said, let's make it the best week of our lives.
0: I picked Amir up and I carried him over to the ocean and tossed him in and then jumped in after him and my kids we just played in the water i called james and samantha and tell them that i won't be coming over and to their grace they were like totally cool with it you know (laughs) um privileges privileges um privileges of having two others and. Me and Amir go back to his place, a place I haven't been to in months. And as we're on our way over there, it occurs to me like,
1: I wonder if he's been back. I wonder if he's come back and like visited and just didn't visit me.
0: I know what he said. He said that he had to do, he had to, he said that he had to go not to pursue him, to move on, to not make myself known, especially to his family. And he told me to move on and I didn't try to move on. I just kept having sex, but that wasn't moving on. And as we make it into his house, I'm like, wow, I forgot. I forgot how such a big place could feel like home. And we walk in and I say to him, you know, you should probably turn on your water and like flush your toilets. (laughs) And he looked at me. He was like, why? He's like, well, because you haven't been here in a while. And he says, I have housekeepers.
1: And I was like, oh, oh, yeah, I forgot. And then we make our way to his kitchen.
0: And he's just kind of walking and looking around and I'm just standing there watching him walk around. And he turns to me and he says, We should be here. This should be ours. And I walk to him and I say, For right now, it is. And I kiss him. And I'm holding him so close. Like it's unreal. My brain will not allow me to fully accept the fact that he's in front of me. But when I feel him, it's like muscle memory. I know every inch of his body. I know it makes him gasp. I know he gasps when I kiss him behind the ears. I know he likes
1: it when I kiss his Adam's apple and his sternum right between his nipples, right in the center of his chest. I know he likes it <laughs>
0: when I lick right at the place where your ass meets your back, your lower back, right in the center there. He loves that. And we'd make out all the way up to his room. I don't know what happened to our clothes.
1: I just remember hitting the bed and feeling him on top of me, like a hand in glove.
0: Like we just fit. It just makes sense. Everything about us, is 100% natural. Little caveat, I don't like <laughs> I probably will cut this out of the episode, but I don't like the the whole like born this way or like the binary of you either choose to be gay or you're born this way for a lot of reasons. I just feel like what's natural is natural. And me the and mirror natural when we are together. There's nothing like it. I feel like I don't know where to start. I
1: feel like how do I catch up for all of the stuff that we've missed? I don't even care so much about the sex. At
0: least that's what I felt like. Um <laughs> I just want ugh, I just have you ever loved somebody so much you just wanted to crawl inside of them? Like you just wanted to be them. I wanted to wear his fucking clothes. I wanted our tongues to wrap around each other and never break free. I just needed him. I needed to absorb his fucking essence. I wanted him so bad. And as much, as deeply as I kissed him, as passionately as I kissed him, as much as I explored all over his body,
1: I couldn't get enough. I was biting him. I was licking him, I was scratching him, I was an animal, and he never asked me to stop. I know it hurt, and he never asked me to stop. He was squeezing me and holding me and grunting and calling me by my first name, and he never asked me to stop.
0: Me and Amir have been so close before but this was something else this was like a correction in the universe
1: it felt like it felt like we were fixing something that we broke i climbed on top of him and he fit me he fit right inside of me like he never left me I remember the completion I felt when I finally got
0: all the way down on top of it. Amir was always a challenge for me because he's insanely
1: thick. Like, take four of your fingers and put them together. Amir's insanely thick. And this just, this just fit. And as I rode him, the way that he
0: never broke eye contact. And I'm not an eye contact person. Like I get very uncomfortable, but I never wanted him to break it. I just wanted to look at him and absorb every bit of the moment that I could.
1: And he pounded me fast, slow, every speed. I never wanted it to stop. I never wanted it to stop. Oh my God. I just remember moaning, like, oh my God. Deeper, harder, faster, slower. And he listened to everything I said. We would feel it the next day. But in that moment, pain was pleasure and pleasure was existing. I came so hard while he was inside me, and I felt like a tremendous sense of. Nothingness. I didn't know up and down. I didn't know any of the stuff. I just remember the clapping sound that we made as he sped up and finished deep inside me. And when he tried to pull out, I pulled him closer, cuddled up in his bed. We're just talking with our breath totally in sync. And finally, Amir says, my father knows you. I said, what? And he nodded his head. He said, he knows everything. I said, what do you mean? And Amir looked at me and he said, do you remember you signed up a guy named, he tells me the
0: name. And I said, not really. And then he described them to me. And it was so weird. I remember the experience. I had a guy come in, specifically request me, which doesn't happen. At this club, it doesn't happen at all because I don't work the field so much like that. Unless it's a member referring somebody to me that I've helped. And I remember the guy specifically requested me. He didn't look like Amir. He was shorter than Amir um he was rounder than Amir and he was mean as hell not mean to me but you know sometimes you just know like oh you're not a nice person um and when he said that when he told me that i said yeah i remember and i was thinking about the conversation that i had with this gentleman who seemed pleasant enough but i remember the way that he watched me when i signed him up and i remember thinking this was odd. And I thought it was odd just because I hadn't known him. Why did he ask for me? You know, but at the same time too, I do get people that will, I, I get people, so like we do like what we call corporate accounts. Um, and I handle a lot of the signage for the corporate accounts. Um, I'm the one who oftentimes goes out and pursues corporate accounts to have their employees sign up with our club. Um, and I thought that maybe that's what it was. And it didn't really... It didn't really occur to me that anything was odd, except for the fact that the guy was a little bit weird.
1: And Amir said, yeah, that was him. He was coming to see you for himself. And I said, well, I hope he had a good opinion of me. And the mayor just looked at me like, that's not how this works. <laughs>
0: yeah it's not this is not this is not guess who's coming to dinner it's one of my favorite movies by the way and i said
1: amir are you gonna go through with it the marriage and he says nothing i don't
0: know if i was hoping for like a resounding no i don't know if i was hoping for a i don't know what i was wanting but he didn't have an answer for me and that was
1: unsettling Because that means that there's a possibility that he would go through with the marriage. And I just remember breaking down in that moment and begging him not to do it. Don't
0: marry her. Don't do it. Please don't do it. And I just said, whatever you do, whatever happens, no matter how long you stay, tell me to wait for you. Please tell me to wait for you. I want to wait.
1: I don't care how miserable I am. I I will wait, but I need you. I need you to try. Try for me, please. And he still didn't say anything. And I said, Amir, I can't leave. I can't leave and run away with you now. But maybe we can still work something out. I want you and me and James, and Sam, and my son, Thomas, and he looks at me, and I said, yeah, Thomas, I need you to meet them. You're mine, and I'm yours. And if I have to, I will do
0: whatever I can to make us work. Whatever I can. And I am 100% prepared to wait for you. Okay, you're not going to believe this. I've started an OnlyFans. But before you get too excited, and before you click any links, or sign up for anything, I just want you to know that this is an audio immersive experience what the audio experience does is it takes kind of like the most raunchy and sexual things that we do here and cranks it up and i really am trying to create an immersive audio experience like i just started it i'm posting here on average about once a week to once every two weeks and i plan to do a lot more over there um without slowing down here until I get, you know, a good amount sort of built up. I would love, love, love to have you on my OnlyFans. It's at the Mr. Brooks Experience. Um, I will include a link in the description box if Spotify will allow me to do that. I don't know. I really hope that they don't like ban me. Um, I might not even maybe I shouldn't even say OnlyFans. I think it's okay. I'm sure there's enough podcasts that mention the term OnlyFans. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um but yeah i would love to see you there um as always you can always chat with me over on twitter now you can message me on only fans there's a bunch of places I, I have my blog open and i'm going to create a link tree so that all of this stuff is in one location i don't have to keep like posting links to everything it'll be nice if i just have one link tree with everything put together um and also my email i love emails i love emails um mr.brooks confesses at gmail.com thank you again so much for everything
1: let's do what we do